LT. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. This week on TTELT, we're talking about tips to get started. We're going to talk about study buddies. Why do I use study buddies? I think that they help students connect and it also teaches student autonomy and I'll talk more about that and the importance of students connections and student autonomy in a moment and again I'll talk about this in a minute but it takes some of the logistic pressure off of me this is another reason that I think that study buddies are a great way to help your students again connect with their classmates learn some autonomy and um, take some of the logistic pressure off of me and put it more on the students who are learning that autonomy. So for this episode, we're going to focus on how I organize my study buddies. And um, the main objective is for the students to get to know each other and comfortably choose a study buddy that they will work with throughout the course. And to do this, I start by do, getting some getting to know you activities. And of course, you want to do this if the students don't know each other already. So it, right now is the beginning of the semester for many of you. And so this is a great time to do some of these getting to know you activities. However, if you find that you're the only one who doesn't know them and they already know each other, you can skip this step. But I do find that it's a good way to at least do one or two at the beginning of a semester. Um, one that I like to do is goose chase and I'm not going to talk about goose chase a lot in this episode because I plan to do a whole episode devoted to goose chase. But if you'd like to learn more about it, you can watch my workshop that I did that includes goose chase. It's called Engaging the Disengaged and it's already on the TTELT YouTube channel. So feel free to watch the recording of that workshop um, on our YouTube channel where we talk about Goose Chase, or you can go to goosechase.com and uh, find it for yourself. Another fun activity that I like to do um, at the beginning of the semester is Two Truths and a Lie. And Two Truths and a Lie, again, I could do a whole episode on different ways to um, do Two Truths and a Lie. If you are online with your students, there's lots of ways that you can do it. You can have them write it in the chat box if you've got a flip grid, you could have them do videos, um, especially if your students are doing a lot of asynchronous right now. You might have them do a video that they upload to Flipgrid or another platform so that they can talk about two things that are true about them and one thing that's a lie and then their classmates have to guess which one is the lie. So again, it's a good way for them to find out about each other and have fun and get to know how to use Flipgrid or whatever platform you're using if you decide to do it as a video. But again, I might do a whole episode on Two Truths and a Lie or Flipgrid or activities such as this. And the last one that I really like to do, and I'm going to talk about why I do Four Corners right before um, I have them choose their study buddy. You'll see in just a minute. But this is um, another getting to know you activity that I like to do. Um, when I'm helping the students decide who their study buddy is going to be. And I'm sure that you have lots of study buddy, or study buddy, lots of getting to know you activities 
that you could share with us too. And we'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to go to anchor.fm slash T-T-E-L-T and share your ideas. So I mentioned before that for me, um, one of the activities I almost always do before I have them select their study buddy is four corners. And four corners, there's lots of different ways to do four corners. Everybody's got their uh, version of it. I'm gonna talk to you about how I like to do four corners. And um, there's lots that you can do. You can play four corners fast where the students are going to corners and moving around. I like to play it slow if I have the time um, in the first class because again, my objective is for my students to really take some time to get to know each other and to um, learn something about each other and be able to um, decide by the end of the class who they want they, their study buddy to be. So if they didn't know each other at all before they walked into my classroom, I want them to have a good enough idea that they could pick someone that they could have as their study buddy. So one thing I like to start with is favorite movies. So I have them go to their four corners and if you're working with lower level students you might want to write the names of each one and actually put it on the wall and have the students go to that place and you might not have them talk as much when they get to the um, their corner uh, that, and talk about it but I usually work with higher level students um, usually at least intermediate level and they're um, doing academic English so usually I'll have them go and then when they get to the corner again I want them to get to know the people that they're with so I'll say um, ask them their name um, see if you can find out someone who has the same favorite movie as you and again this is the first day and we want them to get to know each other so if their favorite movie is not an English movie that's perfectly fine uh, my favorite movie is from my home country, so why wouldn't their favorite movie be from their home country? So I have them talk about that, and then when we, um, after they've had a chance to discuss, I will say, hey, Carlos, um, what did you learn? And he said, oh, I found out that Jose has the same favorite movie as me. And I say, oh, really? That's great. What movie is that? And they can tell me a little bit about that their favorite movie. Um, and so again, they're learning about each other and then I'll have them all say, okay, now we're gonna go to, we're gonna ask you a new question and the new question might be favorite hobbies. And so again, I'll have each corner is a different um, thing that they like to do. And for online, um, I often, well, because again, I've, I've got have to have time for breakout rooms and discussions. So I'm sometimes I'll skip the movies and go straight to hobbies. Um, and tell them that, uh, okay, so for this one, I want you to tell me your favorite hobby. And so call out a number and whatever number they tell me, then that's the room that I'm gonna put them in. So if, they, if their favorite hobby is sports, they'll tell me oh, I wanna be in room one with sports. And room two is shopping and room three is um, computer games or electronic games. And room four is books. And so then I'll put them in a breakout room. And I say, okay, when you're in the breakout room, I want you to talk about it. If you're at sports, find out what, what favorite sports the people in your room like. What sports do they like? Um, if they like shopping, what do they like to shop for? Where do they like to shop? So ask lots of questions. And again, um, ask them their name, get to know them. 
and discuss the topic with the people in the in that room and then I'll have them come back and tell me what they learned and um, we can discuss it okay and then for the a program that I have been working with um, all of my students were from China but again there's so many subcultures throughout China and I want them to get to know their classmates as much as possible and so there's like dialects for each region there's foods that are common for each region so having them go to the region the of the country that they're from they might meet someone that they didn't know was from their hometown so um i have them go north south east west um throughout the room and then they have a lot of fun trying to figure out which way actually is north and south and east and west in our room um so they um, they do that and then I say, okay, Ting, what did you find out? And Ting says, oh, I found out that Lu and I are from the same province. And I say, oh, that's great. That's fabulous. So um, if you have people from all the same country, you can organize it that way. If you have people from several countries, you can organize it um, with, you know, all the people from Colombia over here and the people from Russia over there. Um, so again, they're, they're finding out people um, were, that they want to get to know so again then their study buddy doesn't have to be someone from their same country they can choose somebody from a different country but again we're just trying to help them feel comfortable in this situation so you can play this in different ways i just happen to have students from all the same country so if you're living in and working in the in one country and the students are all from the same country which many of many of us are right um, then you want to find out um, what where they're from and then this is what I always do at the end as I have them um, Tell me where because I live in Melbourne Melbourne, Australia So I say okay now where do you live here in Melbourne and I say and so of course they've already figured out from the previous one North South East West so okay, okay so North South East West, but then the school is in the center of the city so many of them live in central Meldrum or in the CBD as we call it so if they live in the CBD then they might go into the center of the classroom and um, and go there and then I, I ask them questions after they've discussed all of this I say okay so um, you live in the CBD so um, what did you learn about your classmates and um, and then um, Ricardo might say oh I found I found out that um, Lou and I both live uh, in the same building. I didn't I didn't know that we lived in the Docklands in the same We have the in the same building of flats and I'm like, oh, well great. See there you go You've got a classmate near you and again, this is what we're trying to do We're trying to get them to realize that they're not alone and this is even more fun if they're taking the course online um, because of the of COVID their home in their flat and they may not have realize that they had classmates in the same building because they don't get out very much so this can be a lot of fun as they get to realize that they have classmates there and you know as advisable with face mask and with socially distance they could get together and have a coffee which is kind of what where we're going right so then I tell them that okay now that you've had a chance to meet your classmates and we've done these activities I want you to choose one person that you know or that lives near you or that you want to be your study buddy and you're going to work with this person throughout the course so whoever you choose as your study buddy 
This is going to be your study buddy throughout the semester. Of course, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, it's not set in stone. It's possible to switch study buddies, but we want to try to find someone that you're going to be comfortable working with. So this um, person is going to be responsible for telling you the homework assignments if, if you are sick. Okay. And again, this is where one of the things that I, I, I want to give them some autonomy and this is one of the ways that it helps me with logistics. Um, they become now in charge of their study buddy if their study buddy's sick. If their study buddy um, has a, a question, they ask each other and they do um, projects together. So now if there's a, an issue, then I know who to ask is the study buddy. This is the person that they've selected to be responsible for them if they are sick, okay? And I tell them, the two of you can study together. The two of you can work on class projects together. You can go to activities together. Um, in my program here, most of them are very new to Melbourne. They've never been here before. They, you know, if anything, they've been here for two weeks max or so. It's all new to them. And so when it's safe and if they go out with their face mask and everything is fine, they can go out and explore the city together. And so this is this can be a new friend or at least classmate uh, to work with and to do things with. And so now that they've, just, they've started to think about who they want to be assigned with, um, I tell them to write the name of the study buddy on their information card. This is if we're in person and I give them each an information card. And again, they've, been thinking about this because it says on the information card study buddy so they've been asking me like what does this mean study buddy and I say okay just wait we're gonna do that in a, fin a minute you'll you'll decide who your study buddy is and so this is if we're in person if we're online then that becomes a little bit more complicated um, then I ask them to send me a private message um, with the name of the person that they would like to be their study buddy because it's a little more awkward for them to yell across. I mean, if you're in a big room, you can't really say, hey, Jose, you want to be my study buddy? You can, but it can be, especially if you have a big class, that can be a little awkward. So I just say, you know, just um, send me a private message of who you want to be your study buddy. And usually this goes quickly and smoothly and there aren't many issues. It usually works out really well because again, they've been taking the time to get to know each other and so they kind of have an idea of who that person will be. So usually it's this goes smoothly, not always, but usually. But if you need more time to create the partners, there's I always have plan B because sometimes it doesn't go smoothly. So I'm going to tell you my plan B when it doesn't go smoothly because sometimes it doesn't. So if you need more time to assign the study buddies, then you go ahead and play another getting to know you activity. And this is one that I plan to do later um, in the class after they've got their teams, but first study buddies, right? We'll talk about rainbow learning and the teams and everything later. But so I'll play, I'll have them do this game if I need more time to figure out the study buddy partners. I say, okay, so I want you with a group and I'll put them in a breakout room right now or um, if you're in a physical classroom, just work with the current groups that they're near. I want you to find three things that you all have in common. So like, for example, you can say, okay, we're all from the same province in China, or uh, we all have um, a pet, uh, something like that. Three things that they all have in common. They might have the same major. You can say, we're all studying um, civil engineering. Okay. 
and then at least three things that are all different. So you can say we each have a different pet. Like we, you know, I've got a, he's got this kind of dog and he's got a cat. You know, we have a different type of pet. Or we're all from different provinces in China. Or we all have different home dialects. We don't speak the same version of Chinese at home. So we, um, I have them try to think of as many as they can and be as creative as possible. And then they create those lists and then I tell them, okay, the team with the most wins. So the most, the longest list of things that you have in common, the longest list of things that you have different. And again, this is good for them because they're getting a chance to talk and get to know each other a little better, which is fabulous. And plus, it's something that they can do in the breakout room or um, with their groups while I'm figuring out the study buddies. <laughs> so it works for everybody. And then once it's all figured out, if you're in the physical classroom, then you sit with your study buddy. And it's a, and like I said, often if they knew somebody in the class before they got there, they made a beeline for that person at the beginning of the class. If they're in a physical classroom, they may already be sitting with their study buddy, which often happens. Um, so if they're not sitting next to their study buddy, I say, okay, I want you to move seats and sit next to your study buddy. And then, if we're online, I put them in a breakout room together with their study buddy. So depending on what the situation is, I have them get together with their study buddy. Okay, and then this is where um, I get them to find out more information. And you may or may not need to do this. Again, if your students already know each other pretty well, then it may seem pretty redundant to have them do a first day interview. But if they don't know each other well, then they can ask these questions. And we have a specific form that we have them fill out. And, um, and um, so they're gonna interview their study buddy to find out and answer each of the questions on the form. And, um, and I like to put these forms into Google Drive so that, again, I have the forms there if I want this information. If we're online, if we're in the classroom, I already have a lot of that information on the information card, so it's not as important to me, but if we're if we're online, then um, I want to have access to those. So if they're already, if all of the forms are in Google Drive, then you don't have to worry about whether they remembered to bring the paper back or anything like that. It's already there for you. And um, another thing that I ask them to do is to exchange their WeChat or their WhatsApp. So again, it depends on what country you're in or your students are from. My students are from China. They love WeChat. So everybody already has this app on their phone. So it just makes sense to use that. But if it's, you know, if you're in a culture or a country where WeChat is not the, the go-to app for um, conversing with each other, if they already are using WhatsApp, then that makes sense to them. They're already, they may have already exchanged their WhatsApp, but when they got into the classroom, they probably exchanged WhatsApp or WeChat with half the class before you asked them to do it. But if they haven't, then tell them, okay, make sure that you exchange WeChat or WhatsApp with your study buddy, because again, if you're sick, this is the person that needs to be able to contact you and tell you what you missed in class and what the homework is. So that's the responsibility that you have for that person. And so that's important that they have that information. And then I give them a homework assignment to go somewhere in the city together by the following week. It's not like you don't have to do it tonight. It's not homework tonight, homework, but you have like a week to do something with your study buddy or some other partner assignment. But like this is your partner, so I want them to get to know each other, 
to become um, buddies <laughs> and um, and so to form that that kind of bond so this is the assignment that you might have them do so you might say okay go to if, you, if they're living in the same city go to a museum together take a video of you um, together um, at a at a pub go to an Aussie pub and um, take a, a video together or a picture of you together at, at a pub um, upload your video again if you have Flipgrid you can say upload your video to Flipgrid um, for this assignment uh, you could have them do um, go to just go for coffee somewhere so there's a lot of different things that you could have them do but again this the idea of this assignment is for them to do something with their study buddy now again if you're in a situation where they can't physically be together then your assignments can be different they can be assignments where they're doing the assignment on whatsapp um, to get to know their study buddy so if, if you're if their study buddies aren't in the same city that can be challenging but um, but it's still possible it just means that you have to think it through a little differently okay so now that we have uh, we're near the end of this episode let's recap what we have learned okay first of all that it's important I think it's important to take time for students to get to know each other at the beginning of the course and this is I think especially important now that many of us are all online because the students need to feel connected I really think that's important and if they're home in their apartment or flat and they're not getting out much then then that um, connection is really important connected to all of their classmates but especially finding that one connection with one student and um, and then also that these study buddies are a great way for the students to create friendships and to learn autonomy so again you're helping them become a little more independent and autonomous and helping them be more responsible for their learning and especially um, in the course that I'm in these students often this is their first time away from home and they're trying to learn to be independent and to study for a university course so this type of autonomy is really important to them so and I think it's 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 at some level it's important to all students but I think specifically for students in, in our situation that that type of learner autonomy is really important so I'd like you to also share with us what you have learned. So um, please, if you have ideas or something that you want to share related to this or something that you um, want to um, comment on in this episode, please send us a message at anchor.fm slash TTELT and we'd like to hear what you learned. So please remember that TTELT is a podcast that will land every Thursday at 11 a.m. GMT, which is currently 7 a.m. EST, which is gonna change very soon. That's why we go with GMT. And then the YouTube channel is every Thursday at 12 p.m. or 12 noon GMT, which is currently uh, 8 a.m. EST. Um, and you'll notice this is a little earlier and I decided to move it a little earlier mostly because our times are changing here and it's kept getting later and later at night for me and a lot of, I want to be able to be there when it premieres so when the YouTube premieres um, every week um, I'll be there live if you want to ask a question I can answer that question when it premieres so um, it will premiere every Thursday at 12 noon 
GMT. So make sure that you check your time against the GMT to know if you want to be there for the premiere. You're not required, of course. You can watch the video anytime. You can listen to the podcast anytime after these times. But this is when they land. TTELT is also small group workshops about engaging teaching tips. And we already have 47. This is, we've only had episode one last week. This is episode two. And we already have 47 teachers signed up for the workshops. I'm so excited. And this month, our workshops are based on episode one. We're going to be talking about quick and easy cahoots. So if you'd like to learn more about cahoots, please join us at the first workshops. If you haven't signed up yet, please do. Okay. We also have one-on-one -on -one, uh, consultations with people who would like to have more personalized teaching tips. And if you'd like to find out more about these, like I said, join us. Um, you can come to our Facebook group that's TTELT, or you can send me a message on at Gmail, um, TTELTinfo at gmail.com. And again, if you'd like to be part of this project um, and you have a tip that you'd like to share, a journal article or blog that you'd like us to read or discuss on, on in the episode. If you want to recommend someone to be interviewed, and I think next week we're going to have some interviews with some great people. So in the next few episodes, we'll get some really good interviews and some teaching tips from some other teachers. And you could be one of those teachers. So send us a message if you would like to be interviewed or if you have any ideas you'd like to share. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Just send us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash TTELT or an, e uh, an email at TTELTinfo at gmail.com. Go to our website at TTELT.org. There's lots of information there, links to a lot of things on the website. And please feel free to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. And follow us on Twitter at TTELT1 or on Instagram at t.telt. And of course, if you would like to support us, we would love the support. <laughs> so please, if you go to ttelt.org, you can find links to um, go to PayPal or Patreon or the Anchor Donate. Um, you can also go to our GoFundMe page, um, which is gofundme.com slash ttelt teaching tips for English language teachers. Um, and we would love to have some funding if you um, have the funds to fund us. <laughs> so, and this week I really want to thank our subscribers. I'm really so excited that even though we've only had one ep unofficial episode, we already have 37 podcast subscribers and 27 YouTube channel subscribers. And I know this is nothing. This is a very small number. But, you know, when I first started this, I thought it was just going to be me and maybe my mom um, would be the only one watching. But the fact that we've already got 37 podcast subscribers and 27 YouTube channel subscribers really makes me happy. And I really hope that you'll tell your other teaching friends and we can get a lot more people involved. So please, if you like the episodes and are interested, please do subscribe. And the more subscribers we get, the more possibility it is for other people to learn about the uh, about TTELT. And um, this week, I'd also like to um, mention some of the comments that I've gotten after people watched episode one about cahoots. And English with Accent Coach Nicole says, it looks like a fun and engaging resource to help our students. 
thanks for the share, Gina. And then Katam Dahi uh, also made a comment about episode one, and she said, this is very informative. Thank you so much for sharing, Gina. And you're welcome, both of you. Thank you so much for taking the time to write a comment. And so really, if you would like to uh, write a comment, leave a review for either the podcast or the um, YouTube videos, I would really appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in. See you next time.